This is a HeadGum Podcast. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Hello, Hoflings! It's me, Jasper William Cartwright, and I am joined today by... Leandro Nati Lewis Nyao, but everybody calls me Onati. And... Jeremy Cobb, but... Someone named Jasper W. Cartwright calls Hello. me Jeremily, the adverb form of Jeremy. Jeremily. <laughs> uh, I suppose he kicked the ball, Jeremily, and fell on his face. Uh, to use it in a sentence. <laughs> Jeremily. That's good. Yes. That's very good. That wasn't me, by the way. I don't know why. That is, I. I have on here Jasper W. Cartwright, Jeremy Lee ad- adverb form. And that definitely wasn't me. I I was like, I I struggle with adverbs and things. Like that. I'm, I'm like, I that wouldn't be me. It may, it may have, honestly, it may have been that you missed either jokingly called me Jeremy Lee or like mistakenly pronounced my name as Jeremy Lee one time. And so I just stuck it on here. I don't remember. I just know yeah. that it's been here, it's been here for That's months. That's amazing. Cool, awesome. Months. So it might have been me. <laughs> I think it actually was. I just don't know who the context in which it was said. I, just know that it's on I was here. thinking, like, when did we get a patron called Jasper W. Cartwright? <laughs> why, didn't w. I, why didn't I think about that? Oh, no, like, it's definitely I... you. It's definitely, it's definitely you. me. <laughs> I just don't remember the context. I was so convinced in my own dys- dyslexia that I was like, there's no way that I could have talked about, like, adverbs or whatever. Like, it just, like, that wouldn't be a thing. This has got to be someone else. <laughs> it may have been, like, a supreme moment of clarity where everything, like, aligned. You, yeah. you yeah. put on those, like, color filters that really straighten the words out and it's like the mental yes. version and yeah, everything yeah, yeah, made yeah, sense yeah, yeah, and you were yeah. like <laughs> adverb but, form Jeremy Lee. Yeah, that's <laughs> the one. <laughs> oh my god! This is the wrong dungeon and the wrong dragons. <laughs> Full prince vibe? Woof! <laughs> this makes them even more black! Cake glitches and bitches. lands in the cusp of a teaspoon? into something real big now. Uh, So, hey, halflings. uh, This is, wait for it, our 50th TBH episode. 50. Yeah. Oh. Which is very, very cool. Which is very, very, very cool. cat doing the horn. That's officially the TBH version, Yunati. I'm expecting you to roll that out whenever something cool happens. Okay, cool, I will. <laughs> I don't mind meowing all the time. Just a yeah. deep-voiced cat. Meow, 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 meow. Meow, meow, meow. meow, meow. <laughs> Bat cat. Meow, meow, meow. Uh, that's actually a perfect segue into what we're talking about today. Uh, because we have, uh, we we thought for our 50th episode we would do a little, a little fun, a little bit of something different. Uh, we haven't done, we've had a lot of like uh, amazing guests on the show recently. We've had a lot of 
uh, like uh, deep topics to get into, and so we thought we would do something fun, and we would talk about some of our favorite superhero movies. Um, we would try and make like a list of our favorite like top five. Uh, mm. Just to preface this, this is not saying that we think these are the best five. You can have your own best five. That's fine. We're not telling you these ones have to be your favorites. And we're also, I think we kind of agreed, didn't we, guys, that we're not going to say, like, this is definitively, like, our one, two, five. It was just more yeah. of, like, a this is a general top five, you know, uh, yeah. for each of us individually as well, because we already came to the conclusion there's no way that me and Jeremy were going to agree on a top five superhero films, because uh, <laughs> if uh, Jeremy, I think, what was it when we were planning this? You said that if certain films are not there, you they would refuse to put your name on it and quit the yeah. show. <laughs> I think two or three that I, there were two or three movies that I said if they weren't on the list, I would just refuse to endorse the list. Mm. As being any kind of top five that I was invested in. I would just withdraw my uh, name from consideration. But I mean, it's not like I'm sitting here like, guys, if X-Men Apocalypse is not on this list, it's not like, it's not like, like honestly, that. Honestly, if you said that, Jeremy, I think we'd look for a third, like a new third co-host. <laughs> like, just, no offense to anyone who likes that movie, but like, I can't tell you how much I hated it. I was like, <laughs> sat there the whole time, like... Yo, I think, is it I think Oscar Isaacs who plays the bad guy in that one? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He, he plays Apocalypse. I remember being like, it takes a lot for me to dislike Oscar Isaacs, but I do right now. Like, I, I really do. <laughs> oh, no. I think, I think it's, I think the fan consensus that is, it is definitively the weakest of the Brian Singer X Men movies. Mm, I don't think yeah. you'll get much criticism. I don't think you get much disagreement from most people on that. Okay, well, that's yeah. good. That's yeah. good. I'm not about to get harpooned on Twitter. We actually have been very, we've been like, our fans have been very nice. Yeah. We have yet yeah. to. I will, I will any... probably get harpooned. Uh, no. <laughs> I about think to you're too. Blade Trinity, best Blade. <laughs> X Men Three, best X Men. Spider Man Three, <laughs> second yes. best Spider Man after Amazing Spider Man Two. With that Jamie Fox, uh, that Jamie Fox <laughs> that, uh, side Jamie Fox, or whatever it was in the Jamie Fox soundtrack. The, oh like, my god! Uh, he hates uh, me. That is one of the dumbest soundtrack moments I've ever heard. Uh, I don't know I if any. Of you, did you notice that in the, in the actual movie? <laughs> No. Is that actually him? That, no, I don't know who it is, but on the soundtrack, like when he's getting all angry, they have a person like narrating his thoughts in rhythm to the music. Oh, it's, no. it's like he oh. laughed at me. He hates uh, me. It's so stupid. It's so <laughs> he stupid. Uh, me? Yeah, he Weird. hates uh, me. Uh, he's full on the, the guy who played Mario. Yeah, he hates me. Mario. What the hell? It's me, Electro. It's a misstep. <laughs> It's me, a misstep. Uh, that's incredible. I didn't know. I had I blotted a lot of those films out because I remember being super excited because I really loved Andrew Garfield at the time. Yeah, uh, and then mm. was just like endlessly disappointed when they came out. And I remember as soon as I saw, I think Jamie Fox like like the elevator doors open and you see Jamie Fox like being oh, this no. like weird little man with his like hair combed over. He's all like sweaty and it's just like. What have they done to you, Jamie Foxx? Oh, like, and then when he gets his electric powers, the gap in his tooth gets fixed. Yeah. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> That's oh like something that God. belonged in a different movie. That That is like something, a, a throwback to like earlier, sillier superhero movies. That, you know what I like mean? That's like a Bill yeah. and Ted moment. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. if that had been in like something that like that. would have worked in, in um, the Joel Schumacher Batman, for instance. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it would have yeah, worked yeah, in something yeah. like that. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It does I not work in- 
Yeah, and like I see your gap has been fixed. <laughs> I think I think it's fair to say Andrew Garfield was bad casting. I think the act acting wise, I didn't think his performance was bad. But the dude is too. He doesn't. He was. He was like. He's cool he, and he, handsome. Yeah, he was like twenty eight <laughs> years old or something when he did that film. Like he was quite clearly just like an old dude. And so they caught the rest of the high school were also filled with like thirty year olds to try and make him look younger. And I was like, this guy just doesn't go to high school. Like he's to, to be he's fair, they uni, did that for Raimi too. To be yeah, fair, like, they did it for Raimi as well. Like Peter Parker, I think Tobey Maguire was like twenty eight when they did the first Spider Man. Yeah, I wonder whether it was Joe just like Manganiello time. has never looked younger than thirty, and he yeah. plays Flash Thompson. In that movie. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. he does. Yeah, like, th- I think they got around that by getting, having him leave high school within like halfway through the first movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, th- yeah. But and I, so I also, I also do think that it was more of, of the time. Like, nearly yeah. every film had 30 year olds in high school at the time. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Whereas, like, one. now I feel like we've got a bit better at just having yeah. good child 25, actors. 20 to 25 now. Yeah, yes. like Smallville was a ridiculous TV series. Just watching actual forty-year-old Tom adults. Welling. Like, uh, Tom Welling adults. has three kids at home. He's already been before. He's been married three times. <laughs> it's like it's like uh, it's like Twenty-One Jump Jump Street was like the watershed moment where like there's that joke oh. where like the coach comes up to Channing Tatum and goes like, "You have excellent definition for a twenty-one-year-old or whatever." And there was like a real moment of everyone going. Oh, no, no, an 18-year-old, I think he said this. Everyone sat at home went, oh, yeah, like... That really doesn't work, does it? You don't no. look even remotely like a child. <laughs> like, how did they? How did, how have we accepted this for so long? It's so weird. <laughs> like, it's, I'm so with you on Smallville, though. Like, I've not really clocked it until now, and I'm suddenly like having some weird flashback. I'm like, like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. what? They're all so old. They're so old. <laughs> really, I remember, really. I, old. I remember I had the same feeling with Xander towards the end of Buffy, where I was like, this dude is aging, like. like yeah, is, like he is. He's not. He's just a full-grown man. Like, full-grown man, dude. <laughs> still cute, oh, but with a dad bod. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. Uh, oh dear. Yeah. So why don't we go ahead and talk about some of our favorite movies? Um, uh, is this uh, the first ever Halfling top five? Uh, this is our first ever the five inaugural, top five, the yeah. inaugural mm. Halfling top five. I feel like we yes. need a snappy name for it. Um, if you have a snappy name, we'll we'll try to come up with one by the end of the episode. But yeah. if not, then hit us up on the Discord or something, yeah, and tell us what you think the name for these halfling top five should be. And also, feel free to suggest some because um, we we love doing pop culture stuff. Um, so yeah, uh, okay. So in no particular order, does anyone want to kick us off with their uh, with uh, one from their list? Can we roll initiative? Um, Oh, great idea! My dice are great. so far away. You well, listen, you naughty. You you cup, you run three black halflings here. Listen, it's a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. This is not an podcast. actual play episode. <laughs> I mean, that's I, not as, an excuse. As far as I'm concerned, there's never any excuse to be uh, to not have your dice on hand. Yes, you always need them just in I case. I don't care if you are My driving room. a car. I don't care mm. if you are on the toilet. I don't care if you're in the tub. Yeah, in the tub especially. Also, also in the shower, you should have shower dice. Oh god, god. don't take the d4s in there because that could be a real hazard. Be a like, problem. do not take the d4s into the shower. Oh, I rolled okay. a BLM. Hey, not twenty. I got a seven. So. I got a fifteen. I think Unati wins easily. Unati, you win easy. Yeah, uh, yeah. Tell us. So I'm gonna go with Unbreakable. Yeah. Ooh. Great this was, movie. Yeah. This yes. 
tell us about this. This was, I will say, this was like seventh on my list. This was very close to making the top five for me. Um, yeah, it's a He Who Shall Not Be Named film. No, I'm kidding. It's an M. Night Shyamalan <laughs> film uh, um, uh, starring Bruce Willis and Samuel L. Jackson. Um, yes. In which, yeah. you know, your average Joe, your every man discovers that, you know, he's actually a bit more average than not. I don't want to ruin it for anybody who hasn't seen the 2000 the Unbreakable <laughs> You will believe yeah. a man can be above average. I think. I think we should say. I think we should say. Like, if we if if we say the title of a movie, like, just if you don't want spoilers, just pause the pod and go watch, and then come back to it. Because I feel like most of these movies I'm mentioning have been out for several years. Do you at know least. what I mean? So, yeah. like, 2000. I think you can spoil this movie, Nazi. Like, if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Just pause and go watch. Yeah, yeah. It's, I guess it's the other really good early M. Night Shyamalan movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It is. Um, after that other one with the ghosts. The uh, Sixth Sense, yes. Yes, the yes. Sense. <laughs> I just call it the one with the ghosts and the weird kid. The one with the ghosts. She doesn't want to say the name in case they... Uh... <laughs> uh, well, uh, the lead character, David Dunn, essentially um, discovers that an ordinary man, you know, your average Joe, uh, discovers Ooh. that he is, in fact, unbreakable after a train wreck. I think it was. Um, mm-hmm. not a that kills scratch. everyone except him. Yeah, that kills everybody except him. Not a scratch on him. You know, discovers that he's never been ill before. And it's a real slow burner of a movie. Like, don't go, if you've never seen it, don't go into it thinking that you're going to get, you know, Marvel-esque kind of vibes. Yes, it's it very much that. the kind of dramatic telling of a uh, a, super and a, a superhero and their villain, really. Because um, Mr. Mm-hmm. Glass is also an, uh, an oh. important figure figure in this film like, Samuel Jackson chewing some scenery in this film like really? I love a good like crazy Samuel Jackson performance like a good off the wall unhinged Samuel Jackson is the best yeah. I think of this as actually pretty understated Sam Jackson for the most yeah, part he, was, uh, yeah, he, he was doesn't really restrained. scream much he's yeah. just got crazy hair and is very serious yeah. it's not until kind of the end where you're like oh man I guess it's which kind of like, makes it even scarier yeah yeah, yeah I guess I'm not saying uh, yeah he's not so, he, Screaming, yeah, he's definitely not screaming, but uh, like uh, just a more of a eccentric character, shall we say? He's very. He's just got. It's some like Stephen. It's it. in the same vein as Stephen, yet yeah, a little mm. bit like more understated than Stephen. Yeah. Stephen from uh, Django Unchained, specifically. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. yes, yes. Yeah. It's in that kind of vein. Yeah, it's it's one of my favorite superhero films. I uh, can't get it up from underneath my skin, uh, and it really just sits with me in a good way. That's why it's on my list, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if, Early if, Bruce Willis as well. Yeah, like, yeah. great performance, great Ooh. performances, beautiful cinematography. Yeah, really good script writing. Yeah, um, a twist that doesn't piss you off. Yeah, <laughs> um, a twist that actually deepens the movie. Yeah, deepens the plot. Similar to The Sixth Sense. Also yeah. deepens the movie. Deepens <laughs> the movie. And then after that, he just went left. Um, yeah. But uh, as a filmmaker... <laughs> got off the good train. Woo, we went well ahead. <laughs> Made Avatar, so um, cool, cool. Yeah, and I think it was really good. I mean, later on, when was it? Last year or two years ago, they released Glass, oh, yeah, so people might Glass. be familiar with yes, that. Yes, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's kind of um, similar characters from the universe. And what was the other one with James McAvoy? Uh, split. Split, Splits. split. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that kind yeah. of world. That's totally that sort of very, very different, I would say, both of those. Split yeah. and split and uh, and glass are a lot more high octane in yeah. comparison. Mm. Definitely a lot more high octane. In- yeah. Interestingly, actually, tone was one of the big things that I pointed to in this, but in my in the building of my list, and actually that was one of the reasons why I was like, I was I nearly had Unbreakable on it because I thought like 
it's so interesting tonally as a movie. Like it's yeah. so much more. It's, it's a lot more nuanced, nuanced than a lot of the films that I've got on my list. And I was like, maybe I do want it because it's something different. But yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, like it's it, it is at its core thematically, narratively, it is a superhero mo- movie. It's just not a Skopskit and Donner, which is what Ooh. our South Africans call action films sometimes. Amazing. Yeah. 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 It's, a, it's a drama. It's a slow burn drama. Drama. Yeah. Yes. Understated slow burn drama. Yeah. Hardly but any, a- even the action is like slow burn understated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like, but like weirdly terrifying. I mean, that drowning, yeah. like that, that drowning scene just absolutely gives me the shivers every time. I'm like, cover oh, your pools. Yeah. You know what? The whole movie feels like it mirrors Bruce Willis's performance, where yeah. it's just kind of sad and slow. In a good way. In a good way. In a good way. Sad, slow, and confused. And it works really, really well. Yeah. If you, it, like, it, it's, yeah, it's a different experience than you're going to get from most superhero movies. It yeah. doesn't follow that same formula. And when it does adhere to the formula, it does it in a way that is like it th- is thematically appropriate to the film. Yeah. It's yeah, not yeah. just like, oh, this is what's supposed to happen now. It yeah. it actually is more like this. We're doing this because this is actually what's supposed to happen, happen now. now. It's not just yeah. that like yes. we feel like this is what happened now. We're telling you this is what should happen now. So we're having this happen now. It's yeah. actually really cool in a yeah. medicine. Yeah. That movie's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, amazing. Uh, Jeremy, you were next on the initiative. So yes. uh, what do you got for us? Um, so uh, there were three movies on my list that were like immediate. Oh, yeah, this has to be. Uh, mm-hmm. And then there was a lot after that. It's pretty much a toss up for me. There's a lot exactly of really, really same. good movies. So there's exactly three that right. I'm like, these are like probably my current three favorite superhero movies. After that, there are there's a lot of really good movies. So yeah. I picked two that had stood out to me. Uh, the first of which is The Incredibles. Oh, oh, great. I, yes. think, I think you could make a, a case for this pound for pound being one of the best superhero mm-hmm, movies ever mm-hmm, made. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really good. It's just yeah. it's the only good Fantastic Four movie anybody's ever made. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's so true. It's so really, true. it's 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 just a great movie. Mixed it, it makes it mixes the the classic tone of like 1950s aesthetic with like a mm. more modern sci-fi sleek spy aesthetic. Also, it's it's the mu- music is fantastic. The voice oh. performances are fantastic. The powers are nothing that you haven't seen before, but they're done very effectively. Yeah. The oh, characterization. The, the- oh, go. Yeah, some of the some of the some of the combo stuff as well, like yes. the way they combine powers, like Dash and is it Violet? Violet um, yeah, Dash and yeah, Violet. Like, there's a whole that, that, that whole forest scene. Oh, like yeah. it's just the amazing. And then of course, Absolutely. what is it? The thousand the thousand mile Dash when he's yeah. yeah. just like the the seeing a kid uh, experience the joy of like discovering his own powers and like coming mm. into his own. Yeah. Um, and then I think thematically there's a lot going on as well. Mm-hmm. The idea of like uh, being willing to accept that you need help and can't do everything on your own, but also accept that like you can't necessarily always control like your family because it, it deals a lot with Bob's desire. It's an interesting thing with Pixar. I feel like if you look at the golden age of Pixar, almost all of their good movies are about middle-aged men in contrast to the classic <laughs> Disney movies, which are yeah. mostly about uh, young girls or young women, yeah. I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. But usually about middle-aged men and this one's no different it's a middle-aged dad uh, who's having a midlife crisis and <laughs> wants to try and be the big man for his family but has to come to terms with the fact that no his family ha- are capable they're human beings in and of themselves he mm-hmm. has to step back and let them 
uh, rise to the top, as well as the fact that the mom and really the society as a whole are having to like understand like, okay, just because some people are not comfortable with these with our differences doesn't mean we shouldn't Mm. embrace them and express them and use them for the betterment of humankind. Uh, Yeah, then you have like the everything with syndrome. And I think there are some really interesting issues raised there with the resent uh, the resentment that people who are, quote unquote, not special or not gifted. There's obviously there's been accusations of like kind of the movie being kind of a Randian philosophy, Randian movie philosophically, that is. Uh, And yeah. I mean, that's not really how I interpret it, but you could, I guess. Yeah. But anyway, sure. it's like, look, yeah. the point is. Ayn Rand? Kids, Ayn Rand? Yeah, Ayn Rand. Because the idea of the the um, the superheroes all being uh, the like objectivism, all of them being exceptional. Oh, okay. And it's like yeah, the yeah, idea yeah, that yeah, the yeah, exceptional yeah. people right. are the ones should, who yeah. should rule society. And mm. the villain is somebody who isn't exceptional <laughs> fighting it. Yeah. yeah anyway, I can see it, that, but okay. There's a lot going on in the movie, yeah. no matter which way you cut it. It is hilarious. Yeah. It is yeah. heartwarming. The yeah. action is fantastic. Fantastic. Baby like, Jack it, Jack, still one of the best characters in so superhero <laughs> worlds ever. Like uh, the, the the whole babysitter storyline. <laughs> She's on the phone, just uh and one of my favorite lines as well. The uh what are you looking at, kid? I don't know, something amazing, I guess. <laughs> I, I just is so good. It's and the payoff at the end where he witnesses the whole final show at Alice Syndra. Yeah. Oh, it's just the, the the soundtrack actually came on for that. Me and Jade were playing Risk the other day, uh, and we were listening to movie soundtracks, and then it just came, and we both were like, oh, like it just it fills you with such joy. Like what yeah. a yeah. what a what a movie. It's what a such movie. a good movie. Uh, yeah. yeah, if you haven't seen it by some chance, please go watch it. It's really good. Uh, I yeah. don't I don't much care for the sequel. I think the sequel was a really real letdown. Basically, just ran through the same ground as the original. But the original, in my opinion, is a stone cold classic. I would like cool. to just I would like to push back slightly. I genuinely really enjoyed the second movie. Uh, I thought that the the pace of the movie I thought was really really good and I loved the character development. I thought it was very interesting. So, I yeah, I didn't actually I didn't dislike the the second one. I actually really 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 did enjoy it. Um but it's not on my list, so I ain't going to talk about it. Uh, what is on my list, however... Oh, wait, before you move uh, on, I wanted to oh, point yeah, out, yeah. this is the yeah, second yeah. consecutive movie that contains Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, we had Do him I have first as Mr. Glass, and now we have him as Frozone. I'm okay. curious to see how many movies on this list Samuel L. Jackson <laughs> We're gonna appears gonna find in. Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> I am going to go, uh, I was picking between two on my list, because uh, mine was very much the same as yours, Jeremy. I had three that were dead certs, and then I had like the other two I was really flitting around, filling the spot. And I ultimately picked this next one because I was like, Jeremy Nianati won't pick this, and I feel like it needs to get mentioned. Um, uh, it is a Samuel Jackson. Jackson movie, or at least it has Samuel Jackson in it, uh, and I have gone for Avengers Infinity War. Uh, mm. And the main reason that I have gone for Avengers Infinity War, I really struggled with this one. I really struggled with this one. And I was actually having a conversation with Jade, which kind of swung it for me, which was that we were talking about the fact that um, we, uh, for, for us, fundamentally, like superhero movies live and die by a good villain. By yeah. like, uh, like you know, uh, I think if you really nail the villain, then I think that's like seventy five percent of the work of the the the, the, the movie, right? Because if you if you hate the villain enough, the the hero can become. You know, I mean, you get leeway with how entertaining yeah. the hero has to be because as you basically just you care more about wanting to see the bad guy lose. Do you yeah, know what right. I mean? And I think that that's what the movie then comes becomes about. And I just think I think that Thanos is an incredible villain. And then the reason it's on my list is purely because to m- weave together 
the completely like very very different tonally movies that are all contained within this like you've got guardians of the galaxy one side then you've got uh you know like your captain americas and things like a winter soldiers and things like that and weave that all into one to not only then be a culmination of 10 years worth of movies which is then also setting up the next sort of thing of movies uh i just think it's a a genuinely like an an amazing feat and how many uh series uh of movies have we seen just fail at this exact task avengers infinity war surpassed my expectations of what i thought that film was going to be uh i went into it thinking yeah this i mean i don't know how this is going to work like i don't and i was just edge of the seat the whole time and uh spoiler ahead but you should have gone for the head and then was i my mind was blown in that i in the cinema i was sat there and my everything was falling out i was like what oh my god like it was yeah amazing (laughs) uh and i think just for that moment it pipped endgame for being in the list Mm. because i wanted to have one of them on the in the list but it was just the way that it did that finale uh that final battle in wakanda is just again breathtaking and uh really i just thought uh Purely for the more, I guess, more for the what everything that surrounded the movie in terms of like ha- the task that it had to achieve. I think that's why it's in uh, in there for me. Yeah, uh, yes. so yeah, it's a really case. good movie. It it's is a, a great, really, movie. really good it is. movie. Uh, I would say, in terms of action, probably in terms of MCU movies, I might put it as like the second or third best in terms of consistently really good action scenes, which is saying a lot. Because most of like most of those movies, at least to me, feel pretty weightless. I think once we sure. once we hit around two thousand eight, and things switched to mm-hmm. almost exclusively CGI, a lot I, I stopped liking superhero action as much. But yeah, the, yeah, it didn't the, feel the doesn't action, feel grounded. It's just yeah. very like punch. It's, it's it's almost like Dragon Ball Z without the punch. Do you know what I mean? Everything's yeah. just flying even through Dragon buildings. Ball Z kind feels of thing. real. This just That's feels what I mean. like it feels floating. like it has the hit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like uh, when when Thanos reaches up and pulls off a section of the moon, well, pulls oh. the moon just rips out some of them and just you yeah, feel that yeah. viscerally, like the way he's making his fist. You hear the and that whole fight, the desperate oh, fight with yeah. them versus Thanos on that junk planet uh, is wild. I don't even know why I'm calling it a junk planet. I don't remember if it is, but the, that planet where the Titan. fighting Thanos, it's, it's Titan. Titan that they're, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that, so it's Thanos' home planet yeah. that's been destroyed. Uh, the well, Fantastic I think that that's scene. a perf- that's a great microcosm though of why I think the film is so good is that again tonally in that in that one scene you've got so many different things going on. You've got like Spider Man making these quips. You've got like uh, Iron Man who is dead fucking serious about trying to save like humanity. You've got uh, you know uh, then you've got Peter Quill who comes in and does the whole you know like yeah. oh, why did you say that name like all of that moment and it it like Martha um, uh, yes the best scene say the best scene Martha Martha <laughs> that's 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 how end, that's how Endgame finishes guys <laughs> oh I just wanted to jump in for fans of end or for fans of um, for fans of Infinity War uh, who enjoy reading comics I suggest checking out Thanos Quest because that is in the original Marvel comics the story of how Thanos actually got uh in that in the comics they're known as the infinity gems not the infinity Ooh. stones but the, uh you some of the okay. same characters do show up but it's basically thanos as like a one-man army outsmarting and outpowering just a series of people uh wow. <laughs> and it's got it, it what's really interesting is it his motivations are different because in the comics rather than just 
like having an ideological thing. He's actually in love with the personification of death. But the ending yes. is still very poignant. Like I, I was legitimately sad for Thanos at the end. It's, oh. a, it's a pretty cool comic. Uh, yeah. It's not that long either. It's worth checking out. Amazing. Uh, so, okay, cool. So that's our first little, our first round. Uh, Yanati, what's up next on your list? Um. Okay. Again, this is kind of like a slightly throwaway one. It's just because it's like it's always been one of my favorites um, since mm. I was a kid. Mm. It gives me warm and tinglys. But the Phantom. Hey. Nineteen ninety six. Gotta love me some yeah, Billy Zane in a uh, purple jumpsuit. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, that is a throwback. That's like pre-superhero superhero. Yeah. I, uh, we're talking Phantom. Yeah, I mean, like, I've loved that. I I think I watch it once every three years. It's just got like a warm, cuddly place in my heart with a bowl of ice cream. Um, but it's really one of my favorites. It's kind of funny and has a bit of action to it. It doesn't take itself that seriously. Feels a little bit Indiana Jonesy as well. And Billy Zane looks great in a purple jumpsuit. That's that's my story, <laughs> and I'm sticking to it. And when yeah, I was, why? you don't like, need any more than that. How old like, was I? Wow, how old was I? 1987. I was nine. Nine year old me was like, wow, that's a thirst <laughs> trap right there. <laughs> I wish you could have seen his hair. I think that was the thing. For me, with that costume, he just looks like he looks so goofy. I feel like the fact that his whole head is covered except for his little mouth, yeah, just looks really goofy (laughs) to me. You know what it reminds me? It reminds me of the early X Men costumes as well. I mean, I know it's like based on the actual Phantom costume from like the 30s, but or 30s or 40s, but it it looks like the original X Men outfits with all which always look really goofy to me, where you can't see their hair. They're just I don't know what I don't know what it's evocative of. Um, It's a bit weird, like like cyclists. It looks like cyclists, all those like roller roller skating. Dudes going or around like the, the Willy Olympics. Wonka and the Chocolate Factory scene, <laughs> where they're all they all have to dress like that. The, the, where I think Mike TV gets shrunk down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you seen? Have you watched the Malcolm in the Middle episode? Where uh, is it? Hal, uh, the dad, yeah, starts like professional speed walking. Yeah, uh, and he's got this like he's got. I just looked at the. It's like exactly like that, but he's got this like sort of slick back helmet thing, and yeah. it's honestly the one of the funny. It's uh, yeah, it's very much it like is, that. It's very condom. funny. Yeah. That's yeah. Uh, that, that gets a uh, that gets a uh, um, sentimental vote for me. Mm. Nice, I like that. I like that. Uh, uh, Jeremy, what's up next for you? Uh, for me, next up, another one that I think at one point would have been solidly on my list. At now, at, at this point, I pretty much just see it as one of a number of very, very good movies that could show up on a list like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Ooh, uh, I absolutely okay. love that movie. Yeah. I mm. would say, for my money, probably the best action in an MCU movie. Uh, in yeah. terms of just making it's... you feel it, mm. like that first that opening boat sequence. I was just rewatching it. I'm just like, whoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to take a break after this. I huh? I really like the fact that they're making me go ooh at a Captain Ow. America movie. Uh, yeah, he's yeah, an actual yeah, yeah. soldier. He just straight up kills people because he's a soldier, uh, yeah. which I also appreciate. This is, I would say, one of I would actually call this uh, interestingly enough, and I think a lot of people disagree, but uh, I will explain it. I would say this is one of the best Superman movies ever made because the way that the MCU approached Captain America in general and Captain America at his core, in my opinion, is a very Superman like character. Sure. Uh, for me, the core of Superman, what makes Superman interesting is not the fact that he's so strong. It's the fact that he is a person who has power and chooses to do the right thing because he thinks it's the right thing to do. Not mm. because uh, not because mm. his family died or because he cr- had some horrible failure in the past, but just because he's like, mm-hmm. I'm a person who can help people out 
and I believe that this is the thing that I should be doing. And that is then what I think this shows, that movie shows how to approach a character like that in an interesting way. Because really, as interesting as and engaging as the action is, I feel like it's very little, it's it's very, uh, it, the, the idea of whether or not Captain America can win against somebody is rarely in mm. doubt. Uh, similar sure. to Superman, yeah. like they, they, the opening scene of the movie is showing just how much stronger he is than an, uh, than a normal human by just having it's him like repeatedly the bit, there's a bit where Falcon. he's like, he's like running, uh, he's like running, uh, on the, on that boat sequence where he like runs through the portholes. Yeah. There's like a guy running away, I think, or like there's a guy like there and you see Captain America just like through yeah. these port and it almost looks like he's teleporting because he's just in a full sprint. <laughs> he's so and much I remember faster. that being like, oh my God, this guy is terrifying. Like if Captain America <laughs> just ran full pelt at you, you would shit your pants. Yeah. Like, it would be so scary. Yeah, it, establishes, it establishes him as essentially a Superman because there's nobody in that movie that's really stronger than him. But I think what makes the movie good is the fact that it, it shows the way to make a character like that interesting, a good person, is to have their principles challenged. Here you have Captain America, a a good person, a person who's trying to do the right thing, who has aligned himself with a political system, discovering that that political system is a lot more nuanced, let's say, than he had ever realized. And there's a lot more going on there that he doesn't really agree with. And then eventually he discovers, oh, this whole thing was corrupt from the very beginning. And so when your entire ideology is based on your affiliation- Or the framework, at least, for that ideology becomes- Yeah, it's tied to a corrupt institution. What do you do as a person who's trying not to be corrupt? Uh, And I think that- Part of it is what mm. makes it really, really emotionally engaging. On top of that, the performances are consistently fantastic. Uh, yep. Chris Evans does such a good job as Cap. I, I honestly, I can't tell you. I've, uh, I, I, much like Superman, I just generally have always kind of disliked uh, th- those characters. I kind of dislike Captain America in most comics. I really dislike Superman in most comics. Uh, and I, I, yeah, I, he's probably one of my favorite. It, you know, it, it, by the end of Endgame. I was uh, I was bawling like <laughs> do you know what I mean with the, with what happened with him because it was just I think that Chris Evans uh, and you know to the testament like the writers th- consistently in 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 the Captain America films just really did it a service and really mm. like you said allowed him to tackle that morality of his situation which made him such a compelling character like I, I like unbelievably so and I really wasn't anticipating it and I would go as far to say. Uh, in terms of standalone movies, uh, Captain America by far the most consistent. Yeah, uh, standalone yeah, I movies. I would, I, I, I wouldn't say there is one that I would say is b- a bad movie. Yeah, uh, I think we'll they see all how the third Spider-Man awesome. shows up or turns out because that yes. would be that would be the only one that maybe if if all three of them are better than the first Cap, then maybe. Sure, but yeah. Yeah, sure, I would agree. But even then, I would say, I mean, I ver- I, I I am very hopeful for the next Spider-Man just because it looks like a whole load of fan service, and I'm fine with it because I mean, it's it's like it's like this film was built for me. I'm like I'm such a, like I've been such a Spider-Man nerd. I've watched all the Spider-Man films. I'm so so ready to see uh, like Andrew Garfield and everyone back in. Like yeah. Andrew Garfield's gonna be in a good Spider-Man movie. Like yes, I, yes! he like, deserves so, this. He yeah. deserves uh, this. He absolutely deserves this. I would also be remiss if I didn't shout out Anthony. Mackie does a fantastic yes. job as Falcon. Also immediately mm. likable. Uh, Scarlett Johansson does a really good job. I love the interplay between her and Cap. Yeah. They're just a really mm-hmm. fun duo to watch hang out. Um, yeah. 
every perform. I mean, Robert Redford coming out of retirement. Uh, oh, yeah, just yeah, huge. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I like that they're drawing the connection also with like the 70s political thrillers by having one of the cast members from all, all the president's men pop up as the antagonist of the movie. That's cool. Yeah. And I huh. yeah, in general, I mean, it's another Sam Jackson movie. Even the, the, ch- the chase scene with Sam Jackson where he pulls out the machine gun oh, and yeah. is like that whole sequence is fantastic. Like yeah. there's not a bad action scene in the thing. There's, I would say there's not a weak scene in the movie. It's just a real strong movie all around. Good when uh, when when the Winter Soldier when when he oh, catches he, the shield on the roof <laughs> exactly oh, I forgot about the man. Winter Soldier oh, the moral complication oh, of that the yeah, whole idea yeah, yeah, of yeah. like catch oh. past coming back and then the, the scene with Peggy that's another scene yeah, that people forget yeah. about but I just rewatched that scene recently when she fully like when she has it's revealed that she has dementia in the scene mm-hmm. and you see mm-hmm. her like see uh, Steve again for the first time from her yeah. per- perspective all over again like that's a really sad scene yeah. it's just it's yeah. just a good movie it's just a real good it's movie. a good movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. Uh, okay, I will jump in. Uh, mm-hmm. So this is the last of my kind of non not so dead certs. This was a real, real toss up between a few other movies. Um, but I basically knew that there had to be a Hugh Jackman representation on my list mm. somewhere. Hugh Jackman had to be here. Uh, and so the Hugh Jackman film that made it onto my list is X-Men 2. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. yes. Uh, uh, I, uh, I adore this film. Even if only for the opening sequence when Stryker's men are going through uh, the the school, uh, it is just. I I remember I, like even now as I describe it, I'm literally getting like chills. Like it was just like it oh, but, but it, it, Jasper, it rocked me. But it Jasper, that's me. not the real opening scene of the movie. Oh the no, it's not the opening opening scene of the movie. No, no. Is Nightcrawler in the oh, White yes, House? Yes, no, no, yes. Okay, which yes, is okay, a okay, top probably, so. five superhero yes. action scene of all time yeah. to this easily, day. I would say easily, easily. That is it is unreal. <laughs> my that was my. Fa- it was always consistently in the comics. Nightcrawler was my favorite superhero, and to I was like, I remember coming into the movie. My mum took me, and my mum was like, "I've never seen you so excited." And I just went. I looked at her dead in the eyes. And was like Kurt Wagner. I was like, because he'd said it in the trailers. <laughs> like he said, like my name is Kurt. Wagner or something and I remember being like I don't know like 16 or something at the time or 15 I must have been younger I don't know how old I was when this film came out uh, and I remember it was, just it being came out in like 2001. So, oh god I was very young then. I was like 11 or something yeah. <laughs> um, uh, when I probably saw this but yeah I would just it's uh, such a mind-blowing film uh hugh jackman goes full beast mode in this uh yeah. like the whole backstory between him and striker is just like incredibly yeah. complex and powerful and that whole kind of like man versus machine like it really dips into like frankensteinian mm-hmm. kind of like concepts yeah. about like uh all the stuff with like striker's son where he's trying to make like a version of cerebro and uh, it's just it's it's so good so strong like mm-hmm. as again the action is just consistently great pyro is such an idiot in this movie and i want to punch him so hard like just constantly making dumb white guy decisions no offense like just just calm down i guess it's kind of your thing but just calm down such a hothead that pyro such a hothead um but yeah Yeah. and so for 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 many reasons there was a few other uh hugh jackman close shaves but that was the one that just pipped it for me because i i oh man i loved it yeah, i love it and this this is the first this is the one where they really really bring the minority metaphor to the forefront mm, yeah with that scene between Iceman and his mom where she's like well have you tried not being a mutant Mm. Uh, like they really start to lean into that aspect of the x-men yeah. mythos yeah and all the the um uh is it rogue um yeah 
Oh, yeah. Yes, right. It is rogue. Yeah, like all of that. I re- I just I remember even as a even like even quite like being younger. I remember that just finding that so heartbreaking that they just couldn't touch each other. I was it was just like oh my god, like it was just so like and he was just like no no you won't hurt me you won't hurt me just like, like yeah you, like, you'll be fine. <laughs> and it was just, I remember just being like oh my I said god what I like. Said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it makes it sound yeah. like she wants to do it. No, she's like, like kiss me, boy. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, listen, I, I'm drain your life force, you. motherfucker. Show some restraint. Uh, <laughs> and what's interesting nah. is like that scene is, I think, effective if you haven't seen the first one. But if you have seen the first one, and you see the yeah. scene where she, it, I think it's like the opening scene of the movie where she's kissing her boyfriend and almost kills him. Uh, yeah. It becomes yeah, even yeah, yeah. more effective because then you're yeah. like, oh. You start oh, to remember uh, that oh. guy. She oh, said boy. what she said. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Lady Deathstrike, so, dude. Oh, that was cool. Mm. Yeah. 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 So that is up up on my list. Uh, I think we're getting into serious territory now. We're getting into serious territory now. Yunati, give us another. So for me, it's going to be my man Wesley Snipes and Blade. Yes. <sighs> Yes! It's gonna be Blade. It's yes! gonna be skating uphill, motherfucker. It's, the <laughs> it's just gonna walker. be Blade. I love this it's movie. I watch it at yeah. least once a quarter. The whole thing. I am a fan. <laughs> Stephen Dorff is like I think like yeah. that's one of his best roles actually because he's not the greatest, but like um, he was no he was he was incredible <laughs> in that. I mean, <laughs> like he's he's I think maybe he just had like a bit of a tumultuous career rather than him not being a good actor um, sure. I think he'd like early on he you know the 90s it was the time of like the tortured alcohol ridden drunk um, drug taking car crashing mm, actors mm, yeah. um, so I think he kind of fell prey to that for a bit but he was phenomenal <clears throat> in this uh, hella cute again another thirst trap where's he snipes another thirst trap um, Ooh, yeah. great film great film so- solid storyline great action um, yeah. I mean the nightclub scene I mean I gotta be honest I watched this movie in preparation for this for the first time last night Oh, oh no way! Yeah, I've never seen it. Oh, before. tell us. It's really tell good. Us, how did you find? Uh, it's it's really good. great, right? Yeah. Really, really it's good. Really it's yeah. very, it's walk. very of its era, but honestly, yeah. it still works. Like yeah. the yeah, action yeah, yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. Another example. I think the action in that works better. The action in a lot of Marvel movies because yeah. it is act, it, for the most part, it's not CG. Yeah, it's all it hands to hands. Real. Okay, yeah. so stay it, it very far weighted. away from Blade Three because yeah, please don't watch Blade Three, Jeremy. Please, the opening sequence like they don't even look human anymore. I'm like, what, what, what is, what is that? What Jeremy, think like I think it's 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 Ryan Reynolds back to his like uh, um, uh, was it origin uh, Wolverine origins oh, days like yeah. it's that bad. It's, it's really like it's full. Bad. It's like I feel like that is like completes the trinity of bad Ryan Reynolds superhero movies. <laughs> where you've got like Green Lantern, uh, uh, you've got Wolverine origins, and then you've got Blade Three because it oh. is it's Whew. it's tragic, and I don't even yeah. know what they Awful. were trying to Blade go Trinity, for. no less. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Blade Trinity. Complete the Trinity. Trinity. Yeah. Uh, fun story about this one. I remember very much. My mum went to see this at the cinema, and I was only four, I think, when this movie came out. <laughs> yeah. I remember oh, my no. mum came home and went, "One day I'm going to show you that movie, and you're going to really like it." And I remember my mum very specifically being like, "Is he old enough yet?" Okay, probably not. Like not like not yeah. like then, but like when I was like twelve, she was like, "Maybe now." No, nah, probably a bit too early. <laughs> uh, but I very much remember her like sticking me down when I was like, I think I was like fifty or something, and being like, "We're watching Blade tonight," and it had been built up for me. Yeah. I was like. 11 years later or something. Yeah. <laughs> I was like... It just, yeah. it just, just watch watch 
I, th- I think, mm. Nunati, in mm. terms of actual impact on the genre, you have named the single most important movie so far. Yeah. Yes. Because that, the, the one-two punch of Blade and X-Men yeah. was what paved the way for then the first Sam Raimi Spider-Man to come out. Yeah. And th- those three movies proved after the debacle <laughs> of the late period Batman movies, yeah. uh, late 90s Batman movies, that superheroes... Uh, could work and not just DC superheroes, but Marvel superheroes. Yeah. yeah. Could and I work. think what, and I think as well, what was so good, what they, what was clever about it was the fact that they lent into the vampires because vampires were super popular at oh, the time. Was so yeah. I think that's, hot back then. I think that's how they kind of like got it in. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like they didn't sort of, I don't even, I think even if you watch the trailers now, it's billed more as like a vampire movie yeah. mm-hmm. than like a superhero movie. Like I don't think I twigged for a long time that Blade is a part of like the MCU. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like I, it, it was like, because I don't think they really pointed to it. So, yeah, um, yeah, but yeah there I was like agree. a slew of vampires were all the rage back then. Like so many films, or so many bad. It does films. make you realize though, so we still took us a long films. old time to get to Black Panther. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We like, started we with did. Blade. Do you know what I mean? So we wild. started with Blade, yeah. and then we got to uh, yeah, 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 and it was, it was like, like, what I liked about Blade yeah, as well. Yeah. Hancock, oh, Lord. God, Hancock. Um, oh, what I liked God. about Blade as well was like there was like. Str- instances of strong female black leads as well like the, mm-hmm. all of the casting was actually really quite interesting and a little yeah. bit brave and to have that much not necessarily like gore but to have that much I mean the opening scene there is a shower of blood it's guys I violent. mean yes it's there's very a shower violent. of blood <laughs> in the first mm. two minutes of the movie to yeah. get that approved like I think they were really taking some risks that was great it was great. Yeah. yeah. And he had a really compelling story. He wasn't just like this yeah. va- vampire dude. There was a real compelling dark story and something that you could latch onto in terms of watching that character development as well. So it was loads of fun. I love that film. It's it's the Daywalker. It was one of my favorite <laughs> lines. I used, to, used to, I used to love it. I used to absolutely <laughs> love it. Um, very like, I remember, uh, I don't know if actually, Jeremy, you could probably attest to this more, but I remember my uh, way I rec- like, recall it, very like Matrix-y in style. Yes. Like, yes. Tonally, yeah. the yes. movie yeah. is very of that kind of same yeah. era and feel. There is you know, a feel, long leather uh, trench coat. see which one yeah. came out first. <laughs> yeah, a lot of long leather like, coats. Long, and, like, I think long, you know, Blade came out before The Matrix, interestingly. Yeah, yeah. Is it? Yeah, it wow, okay, yeah. there you go. Before The Matrix, okay. yeah. There yeah. we go. So one year the, before the Matrix, yeah. Black even that grading first. was like uh, that's. Arrow. I mean, like the grading is even the same. Like literally, even the grade of the film yeah. was identical. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, well, the yeah, Matrix yeah. went a lot greener with it. Yeah, Blade, yeah, they, yeah they, they did do the, the Matrix. Yeah. Like really yeah. leaned into. But the even the idea yeah. of doing a very like bold kind of graded style to the movie, like yeah. giving it like a Lots bit of, of a coloration and, and a lot of leather and sunglasses for days. And even that sword was just so killer. Like it was. I love that sword. Looked back like. You like can't a short... touch it, and if you touch yeah. it, it takes your hand off. I'm just like, yes! yeah, it's just, oh man. I love, oh. I love towards the end when um the the doctor character sprays some vampire or some vampire in the mouth with like the garlic spray or whatever. Yeah, yeah. the vampire explodes. Yeah, I love it's it. It's not even like a. It's like it's like a little stream, yeah. like a little like, and the person's like, and then it's. Swoops up and pops. Everywhere. It's like evolution all over again with the head and shoulders. The movie is so Everywhere. ridiculous. It's awesome. It's, it's actually yeah, awesome. It's great fun. And yeah. I, I love that Blade is also just a complete jerk for most yeah. of them. 
Yeah, he's oh, a dickhead. Yeah. He's an unapologetic, yeah. absolute jerk. Mm-hmm. Just a, yeah, not yeah, a yeah. nice there person. Is, he has nothing not got redeemable. Time. He's got no time Other for you. Other than the fact he saves the world. Like, yeah. Listen, he's yeah, so unredeemable as a person. He's got to take a serum. He hasn't got time for you and your problems, okay? Like, he's yeah. just got no, to solve Yeah, things. that is absolutely it. That is absolutely it. <laughs> uh, it's, I'd say it's edgelordiness done right. Yeah. I would say. Mm. Also, interesting fact, I did a little research last night. Blade, when he first appeared, was not originally half vampire. He eventually became half vampire in the 90s when a Spider-Man villain, Morbius, bit him. Is it? Yeah. I did, I did one. wonder whether there was some link between the two. Because, I've, I've, I, again, I just, I've not really... Uh, Blade was probably a little too old for me, comic mm-hmm. book-wise, when I was reading them. And, and so, yeah, I never really got into Morbius or Blade. Mm-hmm. So, uh, interesting, though. Yeah, That's cool. very, very cool. Yeah. Very, very cool that Morbius is there. Uh, and they're making a Morbius... Th- Actually, that's true. They're making a Morbius film and a Blade film... Very close to e- together, I believe. Oh, and I'm so happy, Ali. Yes, he's going to nail it! Because he's 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 our new he's our new blade, he's, and I I I am so he's here gonna for nail it. it. He's, he's gonna nail it. He looks a lot like Wesley Snipes. He, exactly. Well. Yeah, like he even yeah he looks like him. I feel he's like he's gonna yeah. nail it. He's gonna nail it. The gravitas. Yeah. The only the, the only difference is is like no matter how much of an asshole Mahershala Ali is to me, I will never care, and I will accept him for who he is. Like, <sighs> I I don't care if he's he horrible. Better just pay I'm his like, taxes though. That's all he needs to do. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. Like dude, Wesley man. Just but he's had a comeback. On. Did you yeah, guys see? Yeah. Um, did you guys see? My name is or Dolomite is my name. No, I have not. I haven't actually. It's he's been on my really list. It's on my yeah. list. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm really glad. Checking out. I'm really glad it's making because he deserves it, man. Damn it. Oh, actually, and I, I did. I, I watched. Uh, I watched the first half of uh, Coming to America Part Two as well. He was very, very. Funny. <laughs> okay. I haven't seen very, that. Very, yet. very, I need very to funny. Uh, very, very funny. I, shout yeah. out to Dolomite is my name. It's basically like the Disaster Artist, except. In, whereas the da- disaster artist kind of the problem, one of the problems I had with that is Tommy Wiseau is like not a good person in that movie. Like, or at least if you yeah. read the book, like some of the stuff mm. he does is kind of abusive and messed up and the movie oh, yeah. kind of glosses over it. In Dolomite is my name. They don't really gloss over anything, but the guy comes out a lot more likable than uh, Tommy Wiseau does. Yeah. Because uh, he, he's just <clears throat> honestly trying to do like try to help people and make a movie. It's cool. It's a good movie. Yeah. Nice. Oh. Uh, what's next? You're into your. Are you now, Jeremy, into your uh, your serious top three nailed on yes. ones? What do you yes. have? What do you have? Uh, we haven't had a crossover yet, as well. We haven't had one on someone else's list yet. I don't that's think. true. Which is interesting. Uh, I think we're about to. Uh, okay. By the way, I think we're uh, Sam Jackson count is at three right now. Right? Uh, Incredible. Oh, no, is it four? Four. four. I think four. Yeah. Yes. With Winter Soldier. I think yeah. Winter, four, yeah. Winter Soldier. Incredibles. <clears throat> uh, 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 Infinity War uh, un- 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 and Unbreakable. Unbreakable. So we're at four. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Four. Uh, Sam Jackson count. It is not about to increase, uh, but we are about to have, I think, our first multi-list movie with Spider-Man uh-huh. Into the Spider-Verse. Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This was actually yeah, top on my list. Uh, not yeah. that we were doing tops, but this was top. Uh, yeah. You go, George Emery. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
It is an absolutely fantastic movie on every level. It's mm-hmm. basically an adaptation for those of you who are not familiar. Um, so uh, back in the like turn of the millennium, Marvel launched a whole new comics line called Ultimate Comics, where it's like, hey, we're going to take all the characters, update them for the new cool hip age and throw out most of the, the backstories so people can just start reading now. And mm-hmm. so Peter Parker's 15 and in high school again. And then about 10 years later, they were like, OK, you know what? We've had enough of 15 year old Peter parker we're gonna kill peter parker and introduce another guy entirely and uh inspired by the push to have donald glover cast as the new spider-man after toby Maguire left the project Mm -hmm. uh they decided to make the new spider-man i believe he was 13 years old a 13 year old half black half i think puerto rican latino uh boy named miles morales uh and he is uh this is an adaptation a loose adaptation of the Miles Morales Ultimate Spider-Man comics line. Uh, but it's not just him. It also throws back to the uh, Peter Parker of the original Sam Raimi movies. It mm-hmm. throws mm-hmm. back to Peter Parker of the comics and also alternate versions of Spider-Man. Spider-Man Noir, which I've I've read Spider-Man Noir. You got Peter Parker, the amazing Spider-Ham. Uh, <laughs> like you have. I haven't seen Penny Parker before. That's uh, she was one that I hadn't seen. And then obviously Gwen uh, uh, and then as Spider well. Gwen. Uh, yep, Spider-Gwen, Spider very popular. <clears throat> uh, and it's an animated movie. It's just, it's it's similar in the same vein of The Incredibles in that it's like everything just works. It just really Every works, Every single man. piece of the movie lands. It's the so soundtrack, good. the voice performances, the casting, the writing, the animation, all oh, of it is about as good as it score, could have gotten. Yeah, so for, so for me, the reason it was like basically top of my list, because I was like pound for pound, I think this is the best superhero. I do think this, in terms of like, if you tick through the list of how to make an incredible movie, like it has everything. Mm. Like there is like some of the most powerful and potent imagery, some of some incredible social commentary, uh, like just it, like in terms of like the, the fact that his uh, dad is a black man who's a policeman. And, and what that represents in America right now and like there's so much of that in the movie as well like it goes even beyond it just being this kind of excellent movie um, and then like even just like the finer details like when uh, Miles is learning his like powers mm. they animate him at an ever so slightly s- slower frame rate than the rest of the movie so that he looks slightly like juttery and like jarring with the world whereas uh, Peter Parker who's like teaching him how to be Spider-Man is like swinging like in like full like 30 frames I think it was uh, and like kind of looks really graceful and kind of glides and he's sort of stuttery and jarry but you kind of you don't really notice it but you it, it's like it's there and just the level of detail That's really good work like is just yeah. unbelievable and again some of the action sequences are just like Stunning. that yeah. final battle I'm sorry I was like literally yeah, could not breathe I couldn't breathe yeah, 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 yeah. The colors, like the way that they put, they tied all of that in, and then the moment for me where the with when what's up, what's up, danger starts. Yeah. He he like backflips uh. off the building, and then uh, we he, we see him the right way up, but the whole like New York is like upside down, and he's falling with the like black spidey yeah. suit on. <laughs> Oh my god! That's like, what, even I would say now, that's one of the best scenes in any superhero movie. Yeah, it was. Really, I, it was really just good. such. And 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 like format wise, it was. Su- it was what I thought was so clever is like it, it really wasn't 
groundbreaking in terms of like you know new spidey gets his powers um has had you know uh, uh, kind of uncovers a bit like some tragedy mm-hmm. uh, involving an uncle uh and you know ends up saving the day like it was a very kind of we've seen that before mm. yeah i was just in like i was just well, it's because it's, it's like it's it like just, casablanca like it's one of yeah. those things where it's everything just works about as well mm. as it possibly could have. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't even 100%. know if the people going in knew that it was going to be as good as it was because mm. I know that didn't happen with Casablanca. They finished the yeah, movie yeah, and were like, yeah. "Wow. Wow. How we did this." But with yeah. this one, it's kind of it feels like a like a similar scenario where it's like they they may not have gone into this thinking let's make arguably one of the best superhero movies ever. Uh, <laughs> but then they finish it is like, "Yeah, okay. Well, I guess we did that." Well, I think that 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 uh, when you listen to um, uh, like the directors, and I think it was uh, was like Phil Lord produced it, uh, who oh, did a okay. lot of the, he's done like some of the Lego movies, yeah. and then it was directed by yeah. uh, I'm trying to think, directed uh, by Bob, Bob Parachetti, Peter Ramsey, and Rodney Rothman. Yes, uh, who had done who they'd done a lot of stuff with like uh, with uh, Phil Lord as well before, um, and they, he did like Rise of the Guardians, which is actually a really other really really like a really solid movie. Mm. Um, but I think they went into it with so much like care yeah. and joy for what they were doing, yeah. like d- 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 just down to like the tiniest details. They nailed it. Yeah, and they absolutely just they just got it perfect. Really you know, I think that one word just under like bagel. Yes, uh, yes. you see the movie. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. one word, I think, Abs- just ex- exemplifies just how much attention <laughs> to detail went yes. into that movie. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, just absolutely amazing, absolutely yeah. amazing. Um, yeah, and it's top of my list, and um, for a good reason. Uh, so nice. Um, I will then go on to. Uh, I will. I'll stick with a similar vein uh, before I reveal my the last one on my list, and I will go with Black Panther. We all knew this was going to be on the list. Yeah. It has to be on the list. Um, and again, kind of, it's it's uh, also to do with the th- the stuff like around the movie as well. Mm. But I just think that. Uh, once again, a superhero film lives and dies by its villains, and I think that Michael B. Jordan brings the sauce to this movie. Uh, mm. Every single second he was on screen, I was like, just I was in love. I just like this guy yeah. is fucking cool. <laughs> like, I wanna, I wanna be him. I wanna like. So I, he's when are we rioting? Because um, I just want to be uh, on his team. I'm like, let's yeah, go yeah, yeah, to those yeah. museums and crack all those glass cases, please and thank you. <laughs> Like they basically made a black Magneto, which is uh, in in a way, I think they made black Magneto more sympathetic than they'd managed to make original Jewish Magneto Magneto. up to that point in the movie. Yeah. But it's the the idea of a person who from a certain from a certain point of view uh, to to quote Ben Kenobi, uh, (laughs) you could say has has some strong points. He's got Uh, got a point or two. He's got some strong Mm -hmm. points. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, really, really good. Uh, um, yeah, completely. Yeah, agree. so a, a fantastic, a fantastic villain. Oh, sorry, Nata, you you go back to jump in. Uh, yeah, mm. um, I think my my sort of favorite bit of the movie. It'll always be my favorite bit of the movie, hands down. Is just st- sitting there and watching John Garney, and then like listening to Tossa on a screen, like internationally mm. that big. I mean, I've like I've watched loads of like Southern African films before, obviously in my native tongues, but that was just like yes. And then also on listening to some of the actors yeah. bastardizing it's Tossa. That was adorable, <laughs> like. <laughs> you know like i was like wow but it was like you know what? i forgive you it's okay 
It's mm. okay. It's fine. Thank you, Black Panther. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And watching that in Pack and Plex in a cinema full yep. of black people, all dressed yep. in all of their African garb, and just, you know, throwing shade at the screen and that poor white family at the front who looked very intimidated. <laughs> just like, oh, what is going on? Happening? I thought this was a Marvel movie. <laughs> oh, it was a fantastic all American as well. Yeah, and yeah, I don't know why I did that. I apologize. American I apologize. white family? <laughs> <laughs> hey, look! No. It was it was an important movie. You had to go see it when they just happened to be on holiday at the time. You know, Most uh, British people I know don't know what Peckinplex is. I had yeah, to talk to so many people from my school to go to Peckinplex. Like it was like this whole yeah. like it was this, it, this actors dr- group that had organised the entire thing and filled up the whole cinema. And there was just five seats, and it was just this poor family who'd booked tickets on the wrong night. <laughs> <laughs> That's like so everyone funny. with theatre trained voices just going, "Yes, colonizer." <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that that was absolutely it for me as well. Like going to see this movie, uh, just uh, uh, theater just filled with black people who just the joy in that cinema, yeah. like the music, the just the, 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 the rhythm, dress. The, like guys. People... Oh my, Angela Bassett just just mm. exuding yeah, fucking. But then even oh. the fans, did you not see people's Instagrams when the thing was coming? People were like, "I'm arriving in my full impact," or you know, "I'm gonna." Where my dishiki, yeah, yeah. like people were showing up full squad goals, like it was incredible. Yeah, yeah. People Absolutely had rehearsed amazing. dances, like dances to practice inside the <laughs> cinema <laughs> as they rolled up and did videos. Guys, it was real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah, and the the cast is just unbelievable. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, um, obviously. Uh, the incredible Chadwick Boseman and mm-hmm. uh, I just uh, just the costume I design think, like just yeah and I think that what was so good yeah. what was so what or was so good for me general. was yeah. it was the, it was a moment where I think a lot of people realised that even though this is a hugely commercial hugely uh, you know like for profit kind of thing it could still be so important and so impactful yeah. and so pre- like like prevalent do you know what yeah. I mean to like just uh, society as a whole, and I think that what it did, like I just remember there being such a, 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 a like an explosion of like black joy uh, around the release of this film, yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, and people going to like like, Wakanda exactly, was like, everywhere. You said, like going to yeah, Wakanda yeah. was everywhere, and I think that it just the uh, that it it, it it kind of transcended a lot of what superhero films had been up until that yeah. point, yeah, uh, which I think the reason true. why. It, it had to be it has to be on the list even if you don't think pound for pound it's like the best you know with like action and all mm. that kind of stuff yeah, yeah the I just CG think the, the CG's rough yeah, yeah it really the CG's kind of rough, really rough like it's like Black Panther is what? arguably Black, Black Panther is better in Civil War than he is in Black Panther in terms of just like him as a fighter and yeah, you know what I mean yeah, like yeah. what he does uh, and how cool he looks and yeah. whatever he's better in Civil War than he is in Black Panther but like yeah, just again, just what this film does. What this film does the, I is... I would say everything it, up until the initial Killmonger, to, Killmonger versus Black Panther fight is yeah. pretty oh, yeah, much sure. unimpeachable. Yeah. Like, that yes. whole first half of the movie is, like, yeah, yeah, incredible. Yeah, yeah. And then oh, after that, yeah. I think the movie <clears throat> does lose a little bit of steam. And yeah. then, of course, the CGI starts to... The bad CGI creeps in. But as a whole, still a very, very good And movie. then And then the the final bit of taking him to see the sunset that over was Wakanda. That Fantastic. Jeez. Jeez. Yeah. And, like, Michael B. Jordan's face, just his acting in that moment yeah. just rocked me. Yeah. Like, it was just... Wow. Yeah. So, uh, absolutely... Black Panther. And also just uh, a lot of strong black women, you know? 
Just mm. a lot oh. of strong. The Jabari? The Jab- is it the Jabari? Is that the, 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 I think that's what they're, they're, they're called. Is it the Jabari? Uh, uh, hold on. I, I have to look I'm going to remember this. No, the Jabari, no, that's who Mbaku. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, it's the Dai something. Oh, they're in... Uh, it's based on a like it's based on a um the a da- real group troop of women I think in North Kenya, not Kenya no. It's based on a real group of women who fought back warriors who fought back against the colonizers and I cannot remember. Oh wait, uh, are they the same? Dora Milaje? Dora Milaje? Dora Milaje? Yeah, that's it. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. They they just kick ass. I mean, like. Just- Yes. I, I, I still, Mbaku's like that still gets me hyped. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, dog. Like, I know. And this is the th- crazy thing as well. After all of that, I still know I'm going straight up to the mountains where the gorilla people be at. Like, that's my people <laughs> up there. I'm like, you kick ass. Let's go. <laughs> like, yeah, what a film. Great what a film. film. Um, beautiful, Yanati. My last one, yeah. my top one on the list, um, my inner goth is showing the crow mm. the crow okay another one okay. i think there are two movies on your list that i haven't seen in their entirety the first one was the phantom i've seen <clears throat> part of the phantom yeah but i have not seen the crow i know a little bit of the I, backstory but i yeah. do not i've not seen the crow yeah i i haven't actually seen either but it's been uh i i mean i it's one of those things where like I've seen a lot of like those um YouTube deep dives yeah. into like movies and the crow always pops up as being one that where like loads of movies have referenced it yeah. and like made little homages to it in the way they film and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's so, become a major uh, sort of cult classic. Like the film itself, I mean, shot when nineteen ninety four now. Um I haven't watched Year I was born, represent Ooh, I'm an old. Um <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> uh, Sorry, that was like that. Like apology. triggered me. <laughs> yeah, we'll cut that out just so, just in case you happen to listen to this no, again. It's okay. <laughs> just for you. Cut it out. It's okay. It's okay. Thirties are the best. To the opening credits. Thirties. Your thirties are the best time. Just, just that noise. That like. Oh God. The thing that. is that it's not even that bad. Like the number, the difference isn't even that bad. I'm 1987. Mm. You know what I mean? But it's, it's, it's still gonna, just like. I was gonna say. Ooh. I'm pretty sure earlier you mentioned being like nine or something when I was like four. So it's just like not. It just freaks me out every now and then. I don't like hearing it. Okay, um, You're fine, fine, understand. Uh, but yeah, it's, essentially, it's um, your sort of classic revenge uh, sort of action superhero film um, in which the lead character Eric Draven, played by our boy Brandon Lee, who sadly died mm-hmm. while this film was being made on the set of this film. Um, which really, wow, yeah, he got shot. That's, up. that's the main reason that I've heard. Yeah, yeah. Bruce Lee's son, Bruce Lee's son. Uh, died. Yeah, uh, I think it, I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was because the gun marshal had forgotten that there were actual live rounds and one of the essentially if you watch the film, he gets shot a lot, like a lot, like his costume is Swiss cheese by the end of it. Uh, literally Swiss cheese. He, that's one of the things about the crow is that he's dead. Um, he, he was murdered right. by a bunch of thugs who then murdered his wife and then he, they bury him, all that stuff. And he comes back from the dead, vengeful, ah, kills them. You know, mm. classic plotline works. Supernatural mm. Avenger, um, but uh, there were just so many guns flying around and so many bullets flying around that somehow there were like yeah, it there was, was it was a defective blank. Yeah, it was a defective blank that accidentally right. shot a piece of the blank out and hit him oh. in the abdomen. Yeah, 
Whoa, that's so sad. Yeah. yeah. Well, I need to watch this film as an homage to Brad and Lee. Yeah. Now, so. I mean, it, look, it's it's currently it's dated. It is, it is what it is. Made in 1994, but it works. It's one of my favorite films. One of the best soundtracks. I mean, I'm a goth. I was a goth, so one of the best metal and like nine inch nails the industrial goth soundtracks I've ever heard in my life. I still I still listen <laughs> it's to it. It's got Ernie day. Hudson in it. I did not know Ernie Hudson was in this. Yeah. Um that and, makes me happy. and it, it's just it's just a really, really beautiful story and he's glorious in it and yeah, I still have my snake bite and all my all the other metal in my body, so goth till I die and I love the crow. <laughs> Love it. Absolutely love it. Great, great shout. Uh, Jeremy, do you have, are you, I have uh, it's two the last left. one or do you have two I have left? Two you have two left. left. Yeah. You didn't put Black Panther on the list? Man, it's that Shame CGI. Shame on you, is sir. That, is that end fight? Shame on is you, sir. Fight? I would, I, if you're going to ask me a list of greatest superhero movie villains, Killmonger would have been a shoe in But as a whole, I think the movie really does suffer after the first fight. Uh, it's still That's a fair. good movie, but I think it goes from yeah. being one of the best superhero movies ever to being okay. It's a good movie. Okay, like uh, I said, like I said, I I completely agree with you. It was just the, it is a landmark. The surrounding, I would say, it yeah. is the, the other most stuff. important superhero movie that has been mentioned so far. Um, I'm about to mention the third most important superhero movie that's been mentioned so far. Let's go with the original. You will believe a man can fly. 1978, Richard Donner, Superman. Wow. Christopher Reeve, one of the best wow. superhero performances yeah, in any good, movie, yeah. uh, as was, far yeah. as I'm concerned. That was a really good uh, Superman, to be fair. My grand's favorite as well. Sorry. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> a, a lo- like one of the best, um, if we're talking scores, mm. possibly the most iconic score on the list so far, uh, mm-hmm. which is saying a lot because there have been some really good scores. Really, uh, yeah, when, yeah, you, yeah. when you go in against... Uh, mid to late 70s into early 80s John Williams uh, you will almost always lose uh, and <laughs> this is one of John Williams that is a matchup you do not want it's just it's you don't want to go in against John Williams especially yep. around this is within a year of Star Wars guys he was on a yeah, roll yeah. he'd done Jaws yeah. three years before <laughs> he was feeling good he's gonna yeah. do E.T. The, in five years the keys were on fire you know <laughs> uh, he was about to do oh, Raiders of the Lost Ark guys yeah. oh what a what a soundtrack like, there's what a nothing soundtrack. you can yep. do uh, and yeah. so the uh, soundtrack, but just the way that it translates. Sorry, I'm just sorry. I'm just getting like uh, flashes now of John Williams doing like the rock, like, uh, uh, like it doesn't matter. Like just fully going into people's studios and just being, it doesn't matter. I'm winning the Oscar. <laughs> that is like, that's like the period that took him from being like a talented dude to uh, most people's top, three-ish if not top one film composer of all time of all like, time it's, yeah it's absolutely. Just, it's, it was a it was a heck of a run uh and yeah. this is but even aside from the soundtrack um does it a fantastic job of 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 paying homage to the mythos and the reason that anyone really cares about this character by looking mm-hmm. at it starts with the black and white you get the comic footage it it's it's a really sweet lovable fun superhero movie and mm-hmm. it it on it highlights uh the the fun positive aspects i think of the superman character um it is not a serious film uh it gets nope. very emotional at times but it is not a serious movie uh it i think you with christopher reeve's performance i think it kind of underlines or uh why 
to some degree, a Superman Clark Kent disguise probably could work in real life. Maybe not now, but definitely like in the 70s could potentially have worked because sure, without the, social media or yes, stuff without like people you could constantly kind of be able to film you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 you yeah, could yeah, yeah. you could have pulled it off because look, even if you saw a dude who looks like Superman the, the the performance of Clark Kent is so drastically different from Superman mm. that you immediately see like, oh, yeah, well, that's just a guy who kind of looks like Superman. That can't you can't that can't be Superman. And yeah. I love Plus also he is like a classic looking like dude. A, he's like Christopher yeah. Reeve is a he's classic, classic looking white dude. I mean, come on, like, come on, like, 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 like yes. I, mean, I know like, like, like there are a lot of dudes like who have that face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, like, it's, it's that also just looks like Todd. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Todd, I don't know what Todd's been eating, but if Todd looks like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Todd, well, have you seen Todd from accounting? Yeah, he's he's like, looking wow. really good. I don't know, I don't know what firm you're he's working He's been crunching at. some numbers, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, he's crunching a lot more than numbers. <laughs> uh, he's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Todd, Todd's about to. Todd from accounting is now, like, we've got a Todd from accounting yeah, as an episode Todd title. Can balance my checkbook anytime. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> the uh i think the perf- i mean even the scene where he switches between the two of them and you see him change character without actually having changed any of his costume uh mm-hmm. absolutely fantastic piece of acting that he brought to that i think uh gene hackman does a s- strong job as lex luthor i think the mm-hmm. movie as a whole is I think the 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 idea of emphasizing because what's interesting about it is that it leans into the fact that Superman is strong and awesome and cool and and like the dude who can save everybody. That's what the movie emphasizes in contrast to, I think, most Superman movies which have come since then. It Mm. emphasizes Mm. like, oh, yes, no, this is a benevolent, safe force. And I love the interplay between Superman and Lois Lane. Uh, Marco Kidder does a fantastic job as Lois Lane. Mm. Uh, the initial good old late Marlon Brando. Uh, <laughs> he does a great job. <laughs> Jor-El, though. Yeah, he does a really good job. <laughs> like, it's better than Apocalypse. Apocalypse Now. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even say that. I think Apocalypse Now is fantastic. I think in both cases, Fat Brando at his best. <laughs> Fat Brando at his best. was a good year for Fat Brando, man. Uh, <laughs> I think that was. I think that was Apocalypse Now as well. But he. Uh, I. I also love. Um, just the way the the scene when he it's like it, it it follows that theme of Superman being like saving people and that being his mission to such an extent that when he fails mm. to save Lois, first of all, I really do like Christopher Reeves acting in that moment. Uh, mm. It's big, but I mean, it would be this is like the this is his major connection in life. The dude is completely falling apart and he decides to just break reality. He's like, he literally is like, no, and goes back and refuses <laughs> to let a person yeah. die on his watch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Is it the I best? Will, I will say this is a shining endorsement of the movie that you've just said, uh, Jeremy. I have a uh, long sort of stated history of watching like older movies. Like, for instance, I watched the, the original Star Wars trilogy when I was like in my teens mm. and was like, these are rubbish films just because I was like, the CGI was bad. And I was like this mm. uneducated. Little I agree. The CGI of, was bad. Uh, <laughs> Like, you know, it was like, ah, this looks terrible. Uh, but I rem- I very distinctly remember watching uh, that movie when I was uh, at a similar age and thought it was dope. Yeah, it's so, a good movie. 
which was a rare thing for me to do to watch an old film at that age and think it was good because <laughs> I was, you know, <laughs> is it I, my my tastes my tastes were at three hundred. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's the kind of film oh, that I thought I enjoyed. Ooh. Now I'm like, ha ha, hey, I will, oh my I will God. conclude by saying Yikes. this: Is it the greatest superhero movie ever made? No, it's probably <clears throat> the best live action Superman movie that's been made uh, for, sure. for my money. And but I think that in terms of doing a really, in terms of first of all kicking off the genre, uh, mm-hmm. and in terms of making a movie, which frankly most superhero movies still don't follow this formula about a good guy who does good things because he thinks it's the right thing to do. Uh, mm-hmm. I think you don't, you can't get too much better than the original 1978 Superman. Very good. Very, very nice. Very uh, oh, I am going to complete my list. Sorry. <laughs> what was I just that? thought about Billy Zane and I was like, oh, <laughs> <sighs> Billy Zane in the remake of, of 1978 scene. Superman. <laughs> We'll put him in the Superman costume. See what <laughs> put him in the Superman costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, you're not just fanning herself right now. <laughs> um, okay, so to complete my list, uh, had to be on there. It's the Dark Knight, of course. Yeah, uh, we all knew this was coming. I, we all knew this was yeah. coming. Absolutely, this was a this was. I would go as far to say a seminal movie moment for me. Uh, one of the moments where I think I was like, "Yep." cool like i will do anything to be involved in movies in some way like i it it transported me to a place and i i don't think i've been as engrossed by a movie up until that point that i was in that one uh heath ledger is arguably one of the best villains uh and like i remember when or I remember, at least now, like, you could look back as well and see the amount of heat that they got for that casting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, the amount of people that were like, the guy from Brokeback Mountain's yeah. going to play the and Joker? Like, tale. what the... Uh, f- yeah, yeah Knight's Tale, like, he's going to play the... Yeah, yeah, it was like, it was, I think, it was a bit like the, it was a bit like the McConaughey casting in, in True Detective. It was like, the rom-com mm. dude yeah. is going to be yeah. in... This gritty crime thing? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it was just like, and I mean, he just, just brought it. Yeah. Like, I mean, and I, I would honestly say it's a before, it's such a performance that I think it makes that film so much better than it is. Like, yeah. I genuinely think it is, it is a, a good film and he makes it an excellent one. Yeah. Like the, the, I, I remember nearly having palpitations when he was on screen because I was genuinely terrified. Like it was, it was terrible. It was so scary. That scene where he he has the camera in yeah. the abattoir with the policeman. Um, oh my word! Yeah. Like he oh. just. Um, I'm gonna make this pencil disappear. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just and like uh, just the the, the way he. Uh, I, I think that it's no it's no uh, uh, um, coincidence that he's still probably one of the most like referred to villains. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I think if you. You know, you go to any Comic Con, you go to any kind of like event, you talk to anyone about a villain, and he is on everyone's list somewhere. Do you know what I mean? Like Thanos might not make it to a couple lists. He's the one who turned know, the uh, Joker into movie Hamlet, where every yes. young, uh, every young, yes. uh, well, young to like thirties to forties actor now has to try their hand at playing the Joker. Uh, playing yeah. the Joker, yeah, 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 yeah. It was just an unbelievable movie. I thought he was the most compelling uh, character. I'm. Uh, so heartbroken that he didn't get to reappear for the third movie because I think that was always the plan that he mm. was going to be a part of that third movie and tied up with I think there was actually someone I, I saw somewhere that like there was a uh, Nolan basically said that like the whole uh, Russell Ghoul's daughter 
like a sort mm. of plot was brought in to replace what Joker was going to be because Joker was going to be the kind of person behind the whole Bane thing. And oh. anyway, um, a truly, truly, truly unbelievable performance. Um, yeah, I think Christian Bale as Batman is unbelievable. I actually rewatched Batman Begins the other day, and whilst it's a lot hammier than I remember, like some of the lines are very like on the nose, He's and I remember this tank. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fully like, uh, you know, uh, uh, what are you? Are you scared of bats? And then it's like, no, that's his thing. Like, what? Like, it, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, have fall from this height wouldn't kill me. I was counting on it. Uh, it's like, it just, you know, great. like there's some real moments where you're like, oh, geez, wow. okay, this is. But I'd still say, it's awesome. For though. me, <laughs> the Dark Knight. The, the, I, I feel like the Dark Knight is one of those kind of fits into the character. Uh, maybe not a, as much as the previous ones we've mentioned, but fits into a category of very, very important yeah. superhero movies. I think without that movie and the success of that movie, we don't have what we have today. Uh, and unfortunately, it did start DC down on a very dark. Mm. path which i really wish it hadn't gone down yeah. because yeah. it could have been so good well, you, so like black panther probably wouldn't yeah. have gotten an oscar nomination they literally changed the oscar yeah. rules because the yeah. dark knight not getting nominated yeah 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 which is wild yeah. because yeah. it was ah, what yeah. a film what a film uh um, what you, I, real yeah. side side point i just I wanted to ask uh what do we think about the politics of the end of that movie uh because i have always i have long felt but the, the tacit uh, support for the Patriot Act level surveillance was always a little bit like, ooh, where it's like Batman basically <clears throat> uses, hacks everyone's cell phones to spy oh, on the yeah. entire city, basically trying to combat terrorism by using like basically a, a large scale invasion of everyone's privacy in order to ba- uh, basically to spy I on everyone. To yeah, the <laughs> I, I guess like, I it's, guess my, it's not an American I, film. I it's a Brit who wrote it is the thing. So I'm sitting here I'm like, I guess, I guess, I, I guess, my immediate reaction is like, I'm like, it was. I guess it was a very sticky one because it was like uh, it was used one time for like a thing and then it was destroyed afterwards and it was only Morgan Freeman who had the keys and we could trust Morgan Freeman, right? That's, like he's not gonna. Like, like, as long as we <laughs> can give the authority to someone we can trust. Yes, that was, you know, okay that, so that's where I feel like, like, yeah, that's where I feel like it does get a bit icky for me. I'm like, <laughs> no, like, <laughs> there's a part of me that's like, did he, did he definitely destroy it? Like, I just want to make sure that he definitely, like, he, he doesn't he have that in his back pocket somewhere to spy on his ex. You know Morgan Freeman is the like, villain of Batman 4. Yeah. Uh, Lucius Fox, just <laughs> destroy everything. Um, oh, man. That would, yeah. It's a good, it, look, it's a really good movie. I, I, I a, wish that they had figured out how to make the Batman suit look good in move, in motion, because he still looks sure. geriatric. He's super rigid. How, yeah, very, very rigid. Yeah, 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 yeah. But whatever. Um, it's still a great movie, but despite any nitpicks or flaws you could point out, still works. Yeah, as a absolutely. Whole. Uh, he Jeremy, puts round the whole off. franchise on his back. Yeah, oh yeah, uh, yeah, and just fully heeds it up a hill. Um, and also, I want to shout out Killian Murphy as Scarecrow. I, mean, like, I yeah, love I mean, Killian Murphy as an actor, and he brought it in every. I think he's in all three of those movies, actually. Yeah, uh, maybe. Yeah, yeah no, I think he's in all three of those movies. A very small cameo, I think, in The Dark Knight, and then much more in it for in one and uh, three. Yeah, uh, but a fantastic actor and uh, everything he does. So yeah, shout out to Killian Murphy. Uh, uh, and the, finally, uh, continuing <clears throat> our trend, which is a is, it's a trend that I think I've certainly noticed before, and I think a lot of people have noted that in comic mm. book movies, the second movie is usually the best one in the franchise. Uh, we've already mm. had Winter Soldier, we've had X Men Two. Um, yep. I can't remember what else, but we're about to hit. Oh, the, we just had the Dark Knight. Uh, about to yep. hit you with the the second really good two 
that came out uh, as far. Well, I guess third technically is Blade Two came out. But in my opinion, the best of the original really good twos prior to the Dark Knight, Spider Man Two. Uh, hey, my favorite Superman so superhero close. movie of all time. Uh, yep. Great. Uh, I would also say. I think as far as I'm concerned, that train sequence, still my single favorite fight from any superhero movie. I don't think it's been surpassed mm. in terms of the drama of the emotions uh, of it uh, I and the spectacle, especially for the time. But look. And the it, amount of the other places that have tried to copy that almost like yes. pound for pound that sequence yeah. is like, yes. it's wild how many have tried to do almost exactly the same thing. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I think after the failure of Spider-Man 3, a lot of people mm. look back at the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies as being some kind of ridiculous cheese fest that's just not really worth paying attention yeah, to. No. Um, those, If you go back and watch those movies, are they cheese? Cheesy, yes, but it's an intentional cheese. They are Ooh. deliberately hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's Sam Raimi. Yeah. It's yeah, he's deliberately. I mean, this is the dude who made Evil Dead. I mean, it's Sam Raimi. Like, what are you expecting? Yeah, it's supposed yeah, to be yeah. cheese. Man. Like, like, <laughs> it's harkening back to 1960s era Spidey, and especially yeah. like late mid to late 60s, taking a classic, I believe, 60s storyline uh, in which Peter Parker loses his confidence and thereby loses his powers, uh, and really the classic Spider-Man setup through most of Spider-Man's career, which is that uh, Spider-Man being Spider-Man ruins his life uh, and makes him a mm. complete failure to everyone around him. His grades are bad. He can't uh, maintain positive relationships with anyone around him. Uh, he <laughs> can't make any money. Like everything about his life is sad, but he keeps being Spider-Man because he has this sense of duty that he has to keep doing it. And mm. I think it does an excellent job about of, of establishing that uh, Alfred Molina. Alfred Molina is an exceptionally charismatic Dr. Octopus. Also those arms, mm. the, the effects mm. on those arms, especially for the time. Yeah. Mm. Uh, really good. Like, I would say they still hold up. I mean, again, it's mostly puppetry, so, you know, mm. it, yeah, it it's, would. It's, it's, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, I would like to say about this, because it very nearly made my uh, list for a very specific reason, which is it's one of the first superhero movies uh, and probably one of the last for a while that doesn't suffer from what I call third act syndrome. Oh. A lot of super movies, superhero movies, really suffer from third act mm -hmm. syndrome. Um, and it's just kind of where, like, like you get to an, the end of the movie where suddenly because you're trying to tie everything up so kind of you kind of have to tie everything up so quickly you end up like really dehumanizing the villain because they just kind of they end up like you foil their first plan mm -hmm. so they like level up and turn into some sort of monster version of themselves it just kind of becomes like a bit of a punch fest yeah uh, it's, the it's like one of the reasons why like yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's like one of the reasons why, like, for instance, like Wonder Woman, I think, is two thirds of a fantastic movie and one third a really bad one because the third act is just like bonkers. Like, it's yeah. don't, it just doesn't Where follow does a logic and it just kind of. Yeah, 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 and like, uh, and I will never forgive them for the decision to CGI the mustache underneath the <laughs> the, the God of War's armor. It was just so oh. fucking weird. Um, but you know, uh, but Sam Raimi Spider Man uh, Spider Man Two, the third act is the best act. It is just the, yeah. the culmination is so good, and the the end. Oh man, oh, the end is oh. like. It's oh, in the mirror. That, it's that, your... that Harry, that oh, Harry yes. and Norman yes. Osborn scene Very is the yeah. end credit scene before end credit scenes. That's what it essentially was. That was yeah, an end credit yeah, yeah. scene before yeah. they started doing those. 
Yeah, uh, and it was also just... just the drama, the emotions of it. You every single relationship gets mm. gets so much development. It's Peter and his aunt have the huge relate like to the point where it's like implied <clears throat> that she may even know that he's Spider Man. Yeah, he admits that he was involved with Uncle Ben's death in some way responsible. Like that's a huge mm. moment. Uh, Peter mm. and MJ. She <clears throat> finds out he's Spider Man. Un- completely understands where he's coming from. He now has the to Spider Man kiss. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He has to. He ha- Iconic. He has to accept uh, that. That um, he now has to like he accepts that, okay well, you know what, maybe I can let someone into my life. Uh, Mm. But it also ends on that kind of like graduate melancholy note where she's like looking at him going off and there's a a moment of her like being like, oh, wow. That's really it's like it's like it, she's realizing like this is really dangerous what's happening. I'm actually not mm. sure if this is going to work. There's like a question mark. Mm. Peter's relationship with Harry is under all this tension because of Harry blaming Peter for taking pictures of Spider-Man and blaming Spider-Man for his dad's death. And then he unmasks him, which yeah. is like I, I remember at the time it was just like, whoa. And really, yeah. how often does that happen? I mean, maybe it happens in a lot of superhero movies, but. I don't know, man. Batman's never no, been captured think... and unmasked yeah. in any of nope. his movies. Uh, it's, I don't think it's really happened very often. For... No, the only the, the only other time I can think of is the last Spider-Man. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. The ending of uh, Homecoming. Yeah, yeah. Is it Homecoming? It's, no, yeah. it's the end of Far From Home. No, Far From Home. Far From Home. Uh, yeah, it's it, uh, that twist. Like, and that whole scene. Yeah. And like, and, uh, of course, Peter getting a second uh, father figure in, uh, mm. I, I guess the first two movies are him getting new f- surrogate father figures. First in Norman Osborn, <clears throat> now in Dr. Octavius. And of course, seeing how that goes wrong. Uh, there's just, there's just so much to love. And then again, uh, yeah. though, I think really, yeah, I completely agree with what you're saying, Jasper, in that the third act, it all, the movie builds <clears throat> to the third act. Mm. It's mm, that's mm, I think mm. it's it's just a really well structured movie. I, I don't know yeah, why yeah. more movies don't do that. It, 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 it services it services the third act and not kind of gets. Um, it, we don't have to just have caught one. up in the third yeah, act. It's not it doesn't kind of like I, I always feel like it kind of it's like a train that gets like some bumpy tracks. It kind of just gets a bit like yeah, I've got to keep going. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's like I ah, just change track, man. It's like yeah. it's fine. We'll forgive you. It's just this is this is clunky as hell. And um, yeah, that, and that yeah. train sequence. I mean, even the the first fight's great, but that train sequence. I remember at the time this movie came out in 2004. I was a 12 year old boy when I saw this movie. Absolutely. That scene was like the entire the entirety of what I'd ever wanted from a Spider-Man fight scene. Uh, Spider-Man's my favorite superhero uh, as and it's 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 also that it's a long fight, but it never gets boring because they just keep Mm. mixing it. Start on the clock tower. Then we're on the train. Then we're on the side of the train. Then he's getting dragged behind the train. And this man will not stop. (laughs) It's like to the point where when he pops up for like the eighth time swinging. He's like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Just stop. (laughs) He will not stop. And it's like he tries to throw him through a walkway. He just spins through it. It's insane. Yeah. This fight. It is. Uh, and then, of course, the, the climactic train stop uh, still still yeah. holds up to yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, such a great scene. Oh, such a good such moment. A great, such a good moment. Yeah. It's, yeah. All round, really, really good movie. I think it's I think it's a solid pick. If, if you don't want to put it as a number one superhero movie of all time, I think your list would be harmed by not having mm. it in the in the somewhere. Mix. In the mix, and if you haven't seen it, guys, go check it out. It's really good. It's worth it. Third Act Syndrome was actually just for it was one of the reasons I didn't have Iron Man uh, because that deserves a mention. But Third Act Syndrome was the reason because again, two fucking great heart like yeah. two great thirds and then, and then what happened 
<laughs> and then what? And then yeah. what? Um, wow. Well, what a collection of movies. Uh, uh, if you haven't seen any of these, go yeah. watch them. Not very many <laughs> um, MCU movies, actually, comparatively. Yeah. 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 I, I only had uh, two on my list. Uh, yeah. Um, I think I only had one. Yeah, uh, I only so, had one MCU movie. One. Yeah. A one. nice spread, folks. So, yeah. uh, not very many DC well movies, sadly. No, <laughs> no. To the, slap, the Snyder you know? Cut was uh the Snyder Cut was uh not bottom of the list. Yeah. But I will say I will know. shout out, I think if we were probably of an earlier generation, the first Tim mm. Burton Batman might have made the oh, list. Oh yeah, yeah. It was kind of on sure. my list, but it got bumped. It was mm. kind of on yeah. my list, but it did get was bumped. Was it Billy Zane? Was it Billy Zane? It was Billy Zane. Billy Zane. 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 Billy Zane. I'm sorry. Purple's my favorite color. And he's just so buttocks. cute. Yes, my purple buttocks. It's a purple butt. Purple butt. <laughs> Purple model. Uh, well, we we've already been talking for uh, we've been talking for a while. This could be on this. the fiftieth um, episode of the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to do it. We have to do something. Yeah. We have to do something. Yeah. Um, There's so, so many honorable mentions that we should include on Twitter. So many, so many honorable mentions. I have a whole. Uh, list but yes, here. we could put them on the Discord or something. Yeah. Maybe that'd be quite fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let us know what we've. If, we, if you feel like we've missed any, if you feel like there's any that were, that were particularly good uh, that we that we missed off, uh, we'd love to hear mm. what you have to say. Oh, and I, um, I do have to say this. I feel the need to mm. say this because I, again, I feel like the the soundtrack for the Sam Raimi movies gets slept on. The 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 um oh uh what I just I know his name uh is from Oingo Boingo Danny Elfman the Danny Elfman soundtrack oh, for those movies Danny Elfman fantastic absolutely evocative of not only like the spirit of like superheroism, but also you can hear the spiders crawling like with the little, the string mm. that and then like you can hear yeah, the web swinging yeah, yeah. in the theme. It's, you yeah, don't get oh, that yeah, in superhero yeah, yeah. themes anymore. That's yeah. one, that's uh, one aspect of soundtracks that you miss. Massive, massive shout out to the Spider-Man games, uh, mm. actually, just because they do an incredible thing where they have dynamic music in the game. Yeah. So it swells like as you start swinging and it is Honestly, mind blowing. You really, it, I can't tell you how much these are the most recent Spider Man. <laughs> right? yeah. Yes, play, yeah. yeah, yeah. These the most recent, like Marvel, the Marvel Spider Man. I think it's called, and then and then Marvel Spile, uh, Miles Morales. Yeah, um, uh, they are, but they're yeah, unbelievable games. Uh, and on that note, um, thank you very, very much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed uh, this episode. Let us know what top fives you want us to do uh, next, and what we missed off. Uh, uh, and uh, yes, if you like this and you want more of our stuff, don't forget you can find us at. TB Halflings on all social medias uh, on Facebook, Twitter and Instagrams and you can also find us on Patreon which is patreon.com forward slash TB Halflings. Thank you very much for listening. So long, shy folk. So long, shy folk. That was a HeadGum Podcast.